Guys, guess who we saw? Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode number seven. Seven. I think you're right. I think it's seven. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's seven. Um, yeah, welcome back. Um, we said last week that we would start a new series. I just came up with something on the fly last week. And so this is episode one of our series, Guess What Happened, which we will be talking about conspiracy theories that Evie and I are really into. So exciting. Yes. We actually have... I'm so excited about it. I Tonight's thought Maddie's idea was so, so good. good. Yeah. Tonight's is so good. Um, This episode, we're going to talk the entire time literally about, about one. one specific conspiracy theory, and then... Next week, we're just going to do kind of, like, multiple, just kind of, like, share some. But this one, like, we have facts. Oh, like, we are ready. Uh, we have a document. We you guys, we have a in. shared word doc for this topic. <laughs> like, you don't know how invested we are into this topic. And I hope you are, too. And I hope, honestly, we can answer some questions for you. Yes. Because shed I... Shed some light. Yeah, shed some light on this situation. And honestly, like, it was so funny how this, like came about of obviously like we decided mid podcast last time right. of what we were going to do with the topic. And we had to discuss it, kind of talk about what, how we wanted to go about it. Yeah, we had some planning here and there, but it was so funny because in our planning, I have known about this conspiracy for I mean, like since it happened. Right. And so I was super in I would honestly consider it a personality trait of mine. Like mm-hmm. I'm so invested into this one and I so strongly believe I think I know what yeah, happened we're just like literally throwing out ideas and I go what about this one and Evie oh Evie I, so I ate it up Loved and it. I was like dude like this one is like so trippy like yeah anyways we'll tell you guys more about it anyways later. we'll but get there but first as always course. Evie how's your week been oh well you know I have a current dilemma um mm-hmm. of mine and I don't uh well I'm just gonna jump right into it um my hunger for the week (laughs) Mm. um Mm. you see it's a shared dilemma yeah um we have some issues here guys um we are not eating um not as in (laughs) okay she's being dramatic we're eating don't (laughs) worry mom we're eating yes we're eating but um we are kind of out of meal swipes uh (laughs) yes okay like I seriously like don't even know what happened so like we live in like a new living area this year like it hasn't new like meal plan that you can get and Evie and I decided to get the meal plan that you can get for like living over here and it just has not worked out no we are like have any we have to ration our meal swipes like I like do not have enough to get me the rest of the semester in March like the first week of March Evie and I both had to call our parents and be like uh we're literally running out of food we had to bump our meal plan yes and like have our parents send us money. Like, it was such a mess. And now we're, like, I mean, what? We have, like, 16, 17 days left until yeah. we move out. Yeah. Of the semester, yeah. But, I mean, Evie has four meal slides. I have four. <laughs> I have four I have meals ten. for the next two and a half weeks. I have ten. So, a little better. But yeah. But still, we are still, not doing well. No. So, we have to go to the store today. It's just been a mess. So, accepting donations. Just go throw yeah. that out there. <laughs> We will be providing our Venmos in the description, so if you're willing to donate a dollar to our cause, to our Venmo. Um, there are way bigger problems happening in the world right now, but um, there are people without food, but yeah, at least I have food in the Right, at least I have, exactly. I can always go home. We're not complaining that much. There is options to help us it's here. It's just crazy because it literally, 
out of like our friends we're the only ones on this different meal plan but literally everybody who has like the normal meal plans at school everybody is running out of food everybody so that's we know. a conspiracy theory that we're gonna get into next Ex- week exactly <laughs> of what's CPU, happening to CPU the food is jipping us yes like, i don't i don't know what's going on we're we're all getting starved here yeah I don't we know all have to happening. ration all of our friends are doing like they can barely eat one meal a day. Meal yes. swipe, one meal a day. One of our no. friends is swiping, has a swipe for her boyfriend, and she has 12 swipes to share between the two of them for yeah. the next 16 days. Like, what? Yeah. It's crazy, you guys. It's so crazy. You guys, we're going to be eating, we're going to be drinking water and eating bananas. I'm going to have to go home. I, I know. Oh, no. I don't think it'll get that bad. Yeah. But day, like, uh, like 13, 14 might be a little rough. Yeah, and the issue is, is we can't, like, go off campus and go get, like, fast food or anything like that, because I don't have get, money to support chunky. that. I'm gonna get chunky. True, we'd be going to the gym, you know that, we'd be going to the gym. Um, but also, like, I mean, I don't got the kind of cash to eat out for the next 16 days, at least exactly. two meals a day. I don't, I don't got the funds the like funds that. The funds are, are not, not rolling in. With so the no job, okay. this is not... We went to the store today. Yes. Doing better. We went to the store today. We got some meals that we got cooking. We're eating. We made dinner tonight. We did. I cooked up some so nice proud for us. So good. But so, yeah. So that's us at the moment. We're um, hanging in there. Don't worry. We've still been going to the gym. Yeah. Saw the no. gym guy today. Yeah. Saw, saw gym him. guy today. Um, other gym guy part one is yeah, non-existent. No He's gone. We're on to gym guy two. And he was there today. He was there yesterday. I pretty much see him every day, honestly. Yeah, every and single time we go. Every he's single there. time we go now, he's there, and I think I'm in love. Crazy. So that's another update for another time. But we're just gonna dive right in. Let's do Is it. Is it time? All right. Okay, guys. So. so what we will be presenting to you today, we are going to give you the straight facts. Yes. And then we're gonna tell you theories that are out there, and then we're gonna tell you our, our theories because I think I have a really good theory of what happened. Yeah. We're but, pretty we're pretty sad on we've we've cracked this case, but yes. But we will be discussing the Malaysia airline flight that went missing flight 370. Yes, that went missing in 2014. Yes. And nobody really knows where it is. It went in and out of like air traffic control and radars and all this stuff. It took a completely different flight path than it was supposed to. And it's crazy. Apparently about 270 people have just gone missing. Yeah. Like, in thin air. Like, a plane with a, like, 200-plus passengers is just vanished. It is honestly one of the, like, I mean, people say this. Yeah. They've quoted it as, like, the greatest aviation mystery in history. Yes. And then so, another thing said, like, that this was um, the most expensive aviation search yeah. in history. Because so many different countries were getting involved. Craziness. We'll give you all facts. Um. So let's just let's start just, it off. I mean, the timeline, I guess. Yeah. Or let's just run it. Run it. Okay. So the plane was going from Malaysia at the airport there. I don't know how to pronounce this. Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Yes. International airport. So that's from like in Malaysia. Yes. And it was going to the Beijing the capital. capital airport, international airport, in obviously Beijing, China. Um. They took a completely different route. Then they were supposed to. They were supposed to go, like, what, northeast? Northeast through the and South like, China Sea. Yes, and they went west. Um. So, anyway, so the 
flight depart. This is all like all the times that we'll be giving are in um like just like standard Malaysia time. Um, and so it's obviously like military time too. I don't really know how that all works. Yeah. Whatever. Luckily, this is early in the morning. This was kind of this was like after midnight. Yes. So if there was any like 16, 1800s, I would have been confused too. But it, yeah. it's good. We'll break it's it okay. down. We'll break it down. So at 0:42 is when the flight departed from Malaysia, and then at 1:19, so not even like an hour later, like literally, I think it's like what. 38 minutes after ter- after takeoff was when they um last like the flight crew last made voice contact with air traffic control and then three minutes later at 122 um the plane just disappeared from off radar. of radar the standard radar from the air ones traffic that... control radar but it yes. was still able to be tracked until an hour later at 222 from military radar I don't really know the difference. I don't really know how all that works. I know. I'm not 100% on how that works. I'm not an expert on that. It's a little bit but, confusing. But it was the Malaysian um, military that tracked them. Yes. I know that. And they were crossing over. Um, when they were last heard, it was like a minute and 20 seconds or something like that. Like a little bit over a minute um, after they crossed over into the Vietnamese airspace that they were... Um, they were, like, in their little, like, line, mm-hmm. and, like, and a minute after that, yeah, yeah, like, the little border of, like, their air control, they were crossing over, they were in it for a minute, and then they disappeared. Wild. Yes, and so they disappeared, like, from radar, because they, like, turned sharply out of the way of, like, their path, so they were, like, going, like, northeast, whatever, where they were supposed to go, to Beijing, yeah. and um, then they just went, and just started to go west. <laughs> Um, over like said, the southern Indian Ocean, and this is the craziest part: the flight continued for another six hours after that. Oh, that is so crazy. weird. And the entire time, like, it was going like in and out of like air traffic control radar and military radar, and yeah, literally insane. Um. They're, they were getting, like, different signals, and apparently, like, the, um, the, they were going over this one island, um, off the coast of Malaysia, and there was a phone signal, like, the location services on your phone did, like, a ping to a reception signal on the island, and the, like, reception of the location was tracked back to an iPhone 5, and they ended up, like, realizing that the phone was the co-pilots. Weird. What? We'll get into that, <laughs> but crazy. that's super so, weird. So, on the plane, there was 227 passengers. 38 of them were from Malaysia. I think 127, something like that, were from China. Um, And then 20, this is, like, kind of, like, just, like, really weird stuff that we found. Yeah. 20 passengers were employees of this specific company, um, Freescale Semiconductor. And then 115 passengers were part of, like, this, like, Zhu Chai Buddhist group um, that had, like, that company had a contract with Malaysia Airlines to fly, like, some of, like, their people who are in their organization back and forth, um, for, like, support of families on airplanes and, like, support of just people on airplanes. 
Interesting. Yeah, really interesting. So, yeah, and then, so then obviously there was the pilot and then, like, the first officer, the co-pilot. So the pilot, um, Captain Zahari Ahmed Saw, I don't even really know how to pronounce that, um, he was 53 years old, he was a native of Malaysia, and he joined Malaysia Airlines in 1981, and, like, he was great. Like, through all of the investigation, nobody really found anything. Yeah. Like, to, like, be like, oh, he was a bad pilot, or whatever. Yeah, they said he was super well-known, like, throughout the... People loved him, um, like... In Malaysia, he was well-known as, like, an aviation teacher. He would make YouTube videos. He shared his knowledge. He was very, like, apparent in the community. Like, people knew him. And they, like, what seems like, they really, like, respected him. Like, there was no cause for concern. He had countless hours in flying. He knew so much about planes, um, I think they were saying something like he knew something about like the construction of planes, uh, which is an interesting fact. But um, yeah, like he was a very well-known guy and was just would do very routine things, very yes. routine flights. This was his job. He had three kids and a wife. And yeah. Um, and then the co-pilot, his name was Farik Abdul Hamid. He was 27. And he was only with Malaysia Airlines for seven years when the plane crashed. Um, And he, like, didn't really have that much experience. He didn't have much experience with this specific, like, aircraft that they were on. Um, Which is really ironic because they were only on a Boeing 777 that is a pretty standard. standard. Yeah, there's, like, the 737s. Am I saying that right? I don't know. I don't know. But anyways... Um, don't take that away from our credibility. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, but, like, the 737s and then the 777s, like, those are, like, the two planes. Like, if you're going to go on an air- airplane, like, those right. are the two that they go through. Like, nobody's ever really casually just flying, like, you know, just normal cattle car in, like, an Airbus. Like, right. that's, like, Emirates. Like, people don't do that. So, I think it's really interesting that, like, obviously, like, he had his pilot's license and, like, he knew how to fly a plane, but there were, like, reports saying that, like, he had only had, like, 39 hours on a Boeing 77. It's like, what? Like, that just sounds kind of weird. Like, he was... But the consensus from him was that he was a little um, unsuspicious. No real, like, important things to note about him other than the fact that he was extremely inexperienced. Yes. Um, yeah, so then the, like, search, so the flight was on March 8th of 2014, and then on March 17th, um, they started the search. Australia decided to start that search. On um, March 24th, the Malaysia government stated that the aircraft probably landed in the ocean, um, but literally from October of 2014... To January of 2017, which is what? Like, two and a half years? 15, 16? Yeah, like, two and a half years. Yeah. Um, the ocean floor was searched, and they found nothing. Absolutely On the ocean nothing. floor. It wasn't until... I, ooh, I'm not... I'm rough on the year. I want to say it might be 2018. 2018 or 19, that... Um, off the coast of Madagascar in Africa yes. on this small little um, island, 
there was remains of a plane found while some group was helping clean up the beach. And um, I don't really know how that process goes when you find stuff like that on the beach, but mm-hmm. I, I assume it was turned in and, you know, the right people got it. And they were able to find uh, what were flaps from the wings of the plane. There is right now they say that there's been about 30, 25 to 30 items that they can or they think they can trace back to the plane. All these different miscellaneous parts, all this stuff. And so they were able to find on this one um, like flap on the wing serial numbers that were still intact. People were able to research the serial numbers and find that it related back to the Flight 370 from the plane. Um, Yes. That's the only tangible evidence that they really have, these serial numbers, of explaining that the plane crashed in the Mm -hmm. middle of the ocean. They ran some, like, um, flight charts back and, like, some oceanography stuff, and they where the area that they suspected if they were going to go off the theory that it crashed in the middle of the Indian ocean, um, the suspected area that the plane crashed, they said that the debris with over the time of the last couple years and how the ocean current and all that stuff happens, that it would be suspected that it could be there. Like they said that the currents and everything like did go with it traveling but honestly, if you look at a map in the place that they went and they supposedly crashed, like three years, you're telling me if they've already checked the ocean floor, <laughs> all of that just in the deep middle of the ocean, like went over and then just washed up on this Madagascar island. Yeah. I, I know, mean, man. I don't know, but that's what they say. They say that that's like the one thing, all the other parts they can relate back to like a Boeing 777, but they're not, you know, they're just, that's just kind of the theory. If they found this one thing, it might be a part of the same plane. Weird. And then, I mean, that's really all the facts. Just, like, during the whole flight, like, there was no, like, distress Um, signal that was ever relayed, no bad weather, like. Yeah, no weather conditions at all. They said it was clear skies. literally nothing. One thing to know about the, the, um, passengers was that there was two people, um, two men that were traveling with stolen passports. And so this was really interesting because when they were going through the initial suspects of, you know, trying to kind of piece together in those first hours of what Mm -hmm. happened, you know, they obviously they go through like passengers, pilots, crew, all that. And they were able to find that there was people with, um, two missing passports. One was from Austria and the other was coming from Italy. Italy. Um, but that was able to be like, discounted because um they did some more research on that and it turns out that the people were just seeking refuge from their country and like from their situation it wasn't really like a motive of um something to be taken into consideration but very interesting that people this would happen and that they would uncover people with stolen passports like (laughs) i just think that's so interesting of like that's funny you never know what's going on if you're in the plane (laughs) Um, okay, so then some of the theories, um, obviously, I would probably say the biggest theory is that the pilot did it. Um, going back just a second, of the plane crashed. Yes, yes. Yes, of where is the plane, and, like, I think a lot of people believe that it crashed. Yes. 
then I think the going off oh, of like, it who crashing. Did it? Yeah, what who happened? did it? The pilot. Um, yeah, just like super crazy things. Um, obviously, like there was like really intense investigations that um, happened from like the pilot, some of the crew members, co-pilot, um, people on the plane, whatever. Um, and when they first initially did their investigation on the pilot, they found nothing. They went through bank statements, phone records, like all this stuff through his entire house. Like Interviewed people that he knew or that worked with him, yes. family, everything. Nothing. Nothing out of the ordinary. They even checked. Um, they were saying his mental health and his attitude towards things was not nothing mm-hmm. to be in consideration of. Like, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. Family said it was completely normal. So, everybody was kind of like, okay, not the pilot. Until, like, a couple, I think it was, like, one or two years after, um, the, like, American um, FBI, like, got involved. And they were, like, some of the ones helping in the investigation and all that stuff and part of the search. Mm-hmm. And um, then a couple years later somehow this leaked document came out from the FBI here in the States and it showed that the pilot had like a home flight simulator in his home Mm -hmm. and um, that on his simulator he took a very, very similar path on the simulator that he did like the same path that was of flight 370. They said that um, there was eight locations um, or like eight pinpoints of directions on the flight simulator that they were able to like recover from the data. Again, I'm not super up on like flight simulators and exactly how (laughs) the data works there, like what data is collected or not. But they were saying that they're kind of unable to tell apparently like, you know, if you're going to practice a route or like go through a simulation it doesn't save as like, oh, simulation one mm-hmm. went from here to here to here and did this. It's more of just like a collective data. So from when they like kind of accessed what was on his like hard drive almost, um, they were able to find these eight points and they were able to see one of the directions was very similar to the night. And like, I think it was um, three of the locations of the pinpoints that were, um, that actually occurred on the flight were a part of this simulation so it was enough to be like that's a very weird coincidence and why would you have these specific locations like specific islands that they flew over in the right direction and what did like the other like what would that be what's that math five (laughs) eight minus three like what did the other five location significance have if any were they even related to the first flight path um, like, cause they couldn't tell like what was, you know, what he had practiced each time. So really weird to note, but, and for some reason, when they went in to do the investigation in his home and like raided his home and stuff, they, they just wanted to leave that part out. They didn't, the Malaysian government did not even mention anything about a simulation or what they found until a document was leaked saying that by the U.S. They, government, by the US government that the Malaysian government had gone in and found a flight simulator and all the information that I just told you, what they gathered from it, and that it was thoroughly investigated. Weird. But very weird that it wasn't yeah, included. Yeah, and then another thing Evie mentioned about how they found, like, the flaps 
and stuff. Yeah. Um, in Africa, and um, so apparently the flaps were down, mm-hmm. which means that um that had to like be deliberately done. Um, they were like able to tell. I don't know some like aviation. Experts, yeah, people, they were able to whatever. We're able to tell, like, oh, these were down, not up, like whatever, which means it had to be deliberately done while the engine was still on. And um, which means that there's this one theory out there, which I think is kind of crazy, that um the pilot landed the plane on the ocean with the flaps down, everything so deliberate, turned the engine off, whatever. Um, so that there would be minimal debris. So, because, I mean, like, if the ocean just, like, if, not the ocean, if the plane just, like, crashed in the ocean, some parts would fall off, whatever. Yeah. They would fly off um, and be found. But literally, since nothing has been found, which is literally so crazy, that uh, some people believe that the pilot deliberately landed it on the water um, and then just, like, let it sunk pretty much sink sink (laughs) so that there would be like minimal debris um so then that the whole plane would just sink to the bottom of the ocean yeah there wouldn't be like little bits yeah falling off and stuff um they were also saying that the flaps being down indicated that um so when they were going through searching the people and stuff and like they wanted to also like you know, know what was on, like, what was the plane carrying, and they were able to find that titanium, or, uh, lithium batteries were, um, found in the, um, storage and stuff, and, like, were being transported. Well, other flights have linked lithium batteries to fires, and... Like in cargo. Yeah, and other, you know, drastic things happening, and, like, catastrophes and stuff like that. So, they thought that maybe... People were saying there was, like, a fire or and, like, either caused by the engine, either caused by, like, um, somebody deliberately putting the lithium batteries there or then just a complete accident and something happened. But from what they can tell, even from if this wreckage is real or not that came washed up in Africa, they're saying there's no detection of a fire or of any of that happening. So if there was an emergency landing or a crash landing of this fire which they don't think happened the same thing somebody would have manually put the flaps down and it wouldn't have been like a crash landing you know half the planes apart like fire everywhere like it wouldn't have been that they say it's way too this evidence of this flap shows that it was way too deliberate way too yeah like fire is has been ruled out emergency has been ruled out like it almost is like who did it like, yeah. literally, it's, it's now it's talking, like, who did it and why. And, like, also, like, the route that the plane took is so whack. Yeah, it's and so like, out of the way. The fact that it, like, went through, like, air traffic control, like, in and out of air traffic control radar is really trippy. Um, but, yeah, some people think that it's mass murder. Some people think it's that the captain just wanted suicide. Apparently, they, like... There's a theory that Evie was telling me earlier about how they flew over um, one of the islands that he grew up on, mm-hmm. and that he just wanted, like, a last look before his he died, like, Pe- they were close enough, like, it's so crazy. Yeah, they, um, another theory is that they, um, I, I mean, they have enough evidence to kind of place where they think, 
you know, where this disappearance in the Indian Ocean happened, whether it got shot down, whether it sank, you know, whether whatever happened, they kind of have this general area. But there is this weird theory that it went and it traveled um, northwest and it ended up going towards like India and potentially could have either landed somewhere that like, you know, radar didn't pick up and like com- continue to travel un- like announced or unseen and then crash landed there. There's not a ton of evidence for that one though. I mean, people, yeah, like I don't I don't know if I believe that one. And but then my favorite theory, which I this I'm convinced, you guys. Um there's not a lot of evidence to this, but there is no way that these two incidents happened so close to each other and they just like they aren't correlated. Yeah. So it's a little interesting. The same year, so um flight 370 was March 8th of 2014, and then in July, um, on July 17th, the same year, a Malaysian airline flight was shot down, you guys. Oh, like, tell me, I mean, I don't know if I, like, we don't know, we don't know, we can't say they were related, but it's a very weird coincidence. Like, come on, like, what is that, like? like four months later four months later the world is looking for this plane these like 200 people just disappeared into thin air for this other malaysian airline flight and then all of a sudden another malaysian airline flight is shot down like what that's really weird that's bad publicity if anything if if they're unrelated that's bad publicity anything away from this (laughs) podcast do not fly malaysia (laughs) yeah i think i would not recommend this airline (laughs) so um the flight was going from amsterdam to malaysia same airport that 370 uh departed from and um they were shot down by this, like, Russian missile, but they were shot down in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, I was, like, doing some research on it, and apparently, like, the, like, Flight 17 was told, like, there's, like, different, like, flight levels and stuff yeah. while you're flying, and they were told that they were supposed to go up to a certain flight level, but then they couldn't, and then it was, like, super weird, and then people knew that, like, stuff was going on in Ukraine and like the very like small part of Ukraine that they were going to fly over so like they were like told to like stay out of it but for some reason like they were told like no you're fine just go through it but anyway so they decided to just pass on through Ukraine and um this Russian missile literally just like shoots them down all the passengers die um like the pilots crew members like literally everybody dies on the plane nobody survived and, um, there was some, like, senator of a country, I'm forgetting the country, but, okay. like, there was, like, a senator on the plane, there was, like, this, like, really famous author on the plane, um, really weird, but, so, then on flight 370, which, I mean, like, this is not enough people to be, like, yes, we have a case, Yeah. <laughs> but on flight 370, there were two people from Ukraine on the flight, mm-hmm. and then there was one person from Russia, so I don't know if it's related. Yeah, just but commoners. Then, we, they could just yes. be commoners that are but an unfortunate situation. There is situation. no way that these two events to the same airline happen four months apart from each other. 
But that's also, very weird. Yeah. I was reading like how many like passengers were on flight 17, the one that got shot down. And you would think that four months prior, one of their planes just goes missing. Yeah. Like, who the heck would get on one of their airlines? <laughs> like, what? But they have, like, 294 passengers. Wow. On flight 17. Like, who would do that? Like, I'm sorry. Like, those are I don't know. They were dumb. I don't like, know. I, mean, I guess, they're like, dead. But, like, come, like, could you imagine if, like, three months ago, Southwest, like, a plane just went missing? I don't, like, honestly, I don't know what I'd do in that situation. I, I don't think I would hop on a Southwest flight. I'd maybe choose American or United. Like, I have options. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't go on a plane at all. I don't maybe, know. I don't know what I would do. I, I don't know. People got to get to work and stuff. I don't know. But anyways, I think what's really interesting about this thing is it's very interesting to me that two companies or like two groups of people yes. with a bunch of people would be on flight 370 I feel like there's something with that like I I I don't know if these are just families and they're just commoners and like they just you know we're just going to work and they just happen to all be on the same flight but I think it's really interesting how all of these companies people were on this flight and a bunch of members um that were Buddhists right were they from a company or was it they're from they're all from the same organization okay same organization interesting that all those people would be together i don't know i mean i guess i know like teams that travel together and stuff like that but i just can't really think of like people maybe i'm just naive i don't know but i feel like i've never really heard of like oh yeah the whole company's gonna go on the flight or we're gonna get you know all these people are traveling on a business trip together like that just seems a little bit weird to me maybe i'm the only one maybe i'm the only one that thinks that's weird but I have never really heard that before of, I mean, 20 is a, a big group of people. But like, the, um, the Chai, the Buddhist organization, had like 115. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people to be in the same organization, all related, and to be together on the same flight. Like, I think that's a little, I think there needs to be more digging on that. Maybe there is nothing with it. I don't know. But that's really interesting to me. Weird. And I think we're skipping but, over that. Yes. But I think what is so weird is that, like, I definitely think governments are involved. I think this I, is a higher thing. Yes. This is higher than we think. I understand that the ocean floor is vast. <laughs> it is. We haven't even, we've discovered, like, I think, what is it, like, 12% of the ocean? Like, yeah, I get that we don't know a lot. Right, but I do think that it is really crazy how this aircraft has just, like, not been found. Yeah. And that we're just going to let all these people just randomly go missing. Yeah, I mean, I want to acknowledge everybody's efforts. I'm sure, like, they right, are, totally. they do care. I think people care. And, you know, you can only go so much. It's so expensive. Like they said, this is the most expensive, like, flight, you know, like, search in history. Like, I get that it's expensive and we can't, we can't explore the whole ocean just to find these people and just so we can get an answer that they did crash. I mean you know, what do we gain from that? They're gone. Yeah. Like, And then, I mean, like, there is an aspect to, like, where, like, nobody is alive. To, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, have, like, witnesses or, like, anything. Like, literally nothing. Like, nobody's gonna, like, okay, maybe if it is a suicide mission or it was something that was very deliberate, it's, like, what are we gonna do about that now? You know, right. that I understand, like, that aspect of it. But at the same time, I mean, I just want to know. I'm itching to know. I like, know. I feel I like this well, is Well, and then I also totally think it's a government thing because 
the Malaysia government was like, oh yeah, we found nothing in the pilot's house. Like, yeah, like what else do the ordinary? And then like a couple years later, like the U.S. government leaked this document, and everyone's like, oh Malaysia, thought you thought you said nothing was going on there. Yeah, I think okay. I think what my theory is is that Russia's involved. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I think that what happened, whether it was well, okay. Weird side note. They found that somebody that one of the passengers, I don't know if it was one of the people that um, was in one, two of the, like one of these organizations or not. Um, but they were, um, this person, there was a guy who was like an aviation expert and he knew, like he worked on planes. He knew how to control planes. Um, I don't know if that meant like he knew how he to was fly a passenger? planes. He was a passenger. They identified him as a passenger, and they were like, this guy knew a lot about planes. Oh, that's weird. So I think that's really interesting. I don't know much about him or who he was. All I know is there was a passenger that was not a part of the crew or the pilots that was known for, like, having a vast knowledge on this. So weird tidbit. But I think this was deliberate. I think... Totally. I think... I don't know if I think it was a suicide mission or if I think this was a motive... But, well, actually, no, scratch that. I think there was a motive. I feel like there was somebody or something on that plane that just nobody wants to identify. Yeah. Like, I think there was some shady business going on that people knew. And I think whether it was the pilot himself that decided to take him off course like he had been practicing, like they found in the stuff, like... I don't know if he was the one, like, if he was paid or set up or something like that or, like, something happened that he got roped into it and it wasn't him, like, doing it. Like, he, you know, there was, like, something being threatened there, like, higher up. Or if I think that this, like, new expert guy had something to do with it or if these people, like, I don't, I don't know who I think, I don't, I don't think I know who on the plane specifically, but I think there was a motive and I think this honestly goes higher than anyone on the plane. And I think that I this agree. plane just happened to be the vehicle and, like, the vessel of them. Trying of this happening. Something. Yeah, of, of somebody trying to hide something. Somebody trying to make somebody go away. You know? Totally. And I think it's all covered up in this literal disappearance into thin air. And everybody's just kind of turning their heads going... I don't know. I don't know. And I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think it would be very unfortunate if it was a complete accident and they just were there or whatever. And like, just are, they are in the bottom of the ocean, but I think it's, it wouldn't be surprising to me. I did hear a theory that there was, um, people think that the like wreckage that they found, like with all the serial numbers and stuff was placed on Mm -hmm. the Island in Madagascar. And that got me thinking. So I don't know. I think governments could be involved. I think the other plane is something to consider. Totally. I don't think this plane disappeared, and I don't think these people disappeared on accident. I think that's my conclusion. Yes. I I agree. I totally think it's deliberate. I think there was a motive, and we just haven't uncovered it yet, or people are really good at hiding it. Mm-hmm. And we just I guess, aren't... I guess we'll never know. Or say anything. Yeah, Crazy. I guess I guess until it comes out later, but So that's Malaysia Airline Flight 370. If like you have any other theories, 
reach out to us, DM us yes. on Instagram. Please tell us. Okay. Yes. We hope that you know. guys have heard about this before. If not, obviously we give a break breakdown and rocked you through it. But I am so passionate about this. Like since it came yes. out, like I thought this was so interesting. If you know so, anything that we didn't share, please. If you want to fact check us and you know more and you're super passionate, please do that. It. Please we do are that. open to correction. We, we know we're not. That. We do. I would love you to interact with this. If you thought this was interesting or you know more or you want to even have a conversation, like I please reach out. Yes, please DM us on Instagram at Guess We Saw Podcast. We will m- most I could talk about this for hours. Absolutely. Most definitely respond to you. Um, but yeah, so hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, this was a little longer this week, yes. so we're just, um, next week will be more mini-series, short yeah. little topics. And we'll give you more, we'll give you more. Yeah, next yeah, we'll give you more. Next week's will kind of be funny, this one's was a little intense. Yeah, but very passionate, had to yes, be shared. Yes, very passionate. Had to be um, shared. anyways, really quick, stress level, go. Um, I'm gonna go with three. Um, just because finals are in the next couple weeks, and projects, and three. homework, but... I'm okay. I'm actually, like, socially and myself, I'm good. But it's just the homework in the school. Great. How about you? Um, I'll probably give myself, like, a 4.5. Oh. I just have Up this so, week. Mm-hmm. I'm normally low. I'm normally yeah, low. yeah. Um, I just have so many assignments. It's yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. But um, vibes are good. Good. So that's that's always a plus. That's all that matters. Vibes yes. are good. Less anxiety, you know? Yeah. I feel that. Um, but yeah, feeling good. Um, next week we'll come at you with a little more. Please, please, please DM us if you know more. Share this with your family and friends. Let us know if you have any conspiracy theories that you want us to talk about next yes. week. Yes. We will yes. totally oh my consider gosh. We those. Put a little Q and A. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, let us well, know fun. if there's anything that you want us yes. to talk about. Well, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and hope you liked this hope you learned something we shed some light on an area yeah yeah exactly um mystery solved (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we will catch you guys next week Peace. peace